What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Ian. Coming back at y'all with my third round or conference final uh, NBA playoff predictions for this year. All right. First of all, let me just uh, take a second to gloat a little bit (laughs) Uh, because uh, three out of my four predictions for the second round of the playoffs uh, played out exactly as I predicted. And actually, the fourth one that that I kind of whiffed on was uh, was. Dallas Phoenix, which I did predict to go seven games, but I predicted uh, Phoenix to come out the winner on the other side of those seven games. And because uh, let's be honest, I mean, who, who really picked that Dallas, you know, with the with the type of season that Phoenix was having and the trajectory that they seem to have been on uh, up until uh, recently. So let's get into it. Wow. Just uh, we got to talk about the elephant in the room, the the, the, the historic beatdown that the Dallas Mavericks uh, put on the Phoenix Suns, man, I, I was just did not see that coming. I got a, a text message. I, I, I wasn't even really watching the game because I'm thinking like, eh, Phoenix, Phoenix probably got this in the bag. I was I was catching up watching something else and, and was just kind of relaxing in the crib. And then I get a text from the from the homie Eric. I can't remember if it was Eric or Aaron in my text circle. Might have even been Lance. Shout out to the homie Lance. But uh, he sent out a text message about the beatdown they were getting. And I was like, ah, oh, that can't be right. And I was like, let me turn this game on. And sure enough, they were down at that point by like 30 with like a few minutes, like five minutes left to go in like the second quarter. And then by halftime, they were down 40. And I was like, good Lord, like what is going on? So as we all know, it, it, it played out to Dallas's favor. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I hope we don't find out later on like like something else really bad happened like 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 that the way they folded man it would i hope it wasn't a case like like somebody was sleeping with somebody else's wife or mother or something like a lot of cleveland cavaliers in 2010 and everybody just kind of checked out but man what a what a terrible way to go out you know but to be honest with you man cp3 had kind of been uh, playing kind of trash the last three games anyway. So even had they beat the Mavericks and met the Bucks in the finals, like everybody kind of predicted they would in a finals rematch, to be honest with you, I was still picking the Bucks uh, because I felt that Phoenix just hadn't really figured it out yet. And they just, they looked a little shaky. So even had we got the finals rematch that a lot of us had predicted, I still would have picked the Bucks. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Let me just take a second to touch on CP3's playoff record. And uh, I got to say, man, he, he, he's, he's got a bad playoff record. I know he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats, but just to recap, <clears throat> 2008, he's up 3-2 to the Spurs. They lose two straight, okay? 2012, uh, they're playing Memphis. They blew game six in Memphis. They win game seven, but then right after that, they get swept by the Spurs. 2013, they're up 2-0, and then they lose four straight to the Memphis Grizzlies. 2014, they lost in six games to OKC, and to be honest, Chris Paul played terribly that series. 2015, they're up 3-2 to the Houston Rockets, and then lose two straight. 2016, uh, that kind of doesn't count because he got injured that year. 2017, uh, they lose game seven on their home court to Utah. Uh, 2018, they're up 3-2 to Golden State. Uh, 
then uh, CP3 gets injured, and of course they lose. 2019, uh, Kevin Durant is out when they're playing the Warriors, and they still lose game five and six, because I believe that's the series where Clay went nuclear one game, and then Steph went nuclear another game. Uh, 2020, they lose game seven to the Houston Rockets, the, the James Harden-led Houston Rockets. And then 2021, we remember they gave up a 2-0 lead uh, to the Milwaukee Bucks in the finals. And then, of course, this year they get blown out on their home court by almost 40 points. So take that into account, man. Chris Paul does not have a great playoff record. And I had to do a little digging to <laughs> to kind of present this info to y'all. But um, I, I, I think it kind of contextualizes where we're at today with him. And it's an in perspective that he never really delivered in big moments. And he kind of, kind of has a, a, a reputation for giving up leads. 2-0 leads. 3-2 leads. You know, whatever the case may be. Um, but just wanted to put that out there. <clears throat> also, Monty Williams, who just won Coach of the Year. I'm starting to think Coach of the Year is now cursed. Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain why. So Monte Williams wins Coach of the Year this this year, this season, and as we saw, the Suns got blown out by almost forty on their home court in the second round of the playoffs. Twenty twenty one, who won it last year? Uh, Tom Thibodeau for his job with the Knicks. As we all know, they were a first round exit in five games at the hands of the very young, but uh, but spry Atlanta Hawks. 2020 it's awarded to nick nurse for his job with the raptors they were decent that year but then they went on to lose to boston in seven games in the second round 2019 mike budenhoser wins for his job with the bucks uh and then in the eastern conference finals they went up 2-0 to the raptors and then immediately lost four straight to the raptors who eventually went on to win the championship that year 2018 it's awarded to dwayne casey for his job with the raptors what happened with them? They get swept in the second round by the Cavs, and then he's immediately fired after that. 2017, it is awarded to Mike D'Antoni for his job with the Rockets, and they were knocked off in the second round by the aging San Antonio Spurs. 2016, it's awarded to Steve Kerr and his job with the Golden State Warriors for obvious reasons, but then they go on to blow a 3-1 lead in the finals to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So... I don't know, man. That's that's seven years in a row. Seven coaches of the year went down in flames, basically. Maybe not all of them, but definitely five out of the seven or six out of the seven. So I don't know, man. I'm starting to think the coach of the year award is, is a little cursed. And, and they 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 kind of give it to, to guys a year too late. Yeah, they gave it to Nick Nurse a year too late. They gave it to Monty Williams a year too late. And um, they gave it to Steve Kerr a year too late. So just wanted to point that out as well. Uh, also, too, uh, shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies who went down fighting against the Golden State Warriors. I predicted the Warriors in six. It played out that way. Um, shout out to them for that 50-point beatdown that they put on the Warriors in game five without John Morant. That was just, oh, my God. Um, which kind of is influencing my predictions for the third round, but I I'll get into that in a second. Also, we have... Shout out to the Heat, uh, who beat the Philadelphia 76ers in the East. Um, I predicted that the Heat would beat the Sixers in five 
if they did not have Joel Embiid. And if they did have Joel Embiid, they would beat him in six. And that's exactly what happened. We knew Embiid was banged up going into this series. And unfortunately, he's the best player for the Sixers. Uh, his second best player is Fat Harden. Um, you know, the Heat have not impressed me terribly much this year, but they at least have options. They've got Duncan Robinson. They've got Tyler Hero. They've got Oladipo if he's not being streaky. They got Bam Adebayo in the paint that can do some things. They have options. However, their road to the Eastern Conference Finals was not as hard as the Boston Celtics' road to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, as we know, Boston took out uh, a heavily favored Nets team, and they took out the defending champions in the Milwaukee Bucks. They kind of were able to climb over that, that get over that Giannis wall, so to speak. So I, I like the momentum with them. <clears throat> um, but yeah, shout out to the Sixers. Shout out to Embiid, man, for, for going down fighting. Uh, you know, he had a concussion and an orbital fracture, and his thumb wasn't right. Something was going on with the ligament in his thumb and his shooting hand. He still went out there, and all they did was just give him a fiber mask. Like, here, here you go. Uh, if you get hit, you'll be in excruciating pain and crying, but you, <laughs> you'll live. And he went out there, and, you know, he, he went down fighting. So, props to them. Oh, oh, and let me just respond, too, to a uh, little sidebar from Roddy when he did his predictions. I am not defending James Harden. I am not a James Harden defender. What I said about James Harden was that I understand why he wanted to leave Brooklyn. And I've been over this plenty of times. Uh, and in their defense, the Philadelphia 76ers are not one of these franchises that has kowtowed to their stars. Uh, when Ben Simmons was throwing his little hissy fit, they said, fine, whatever. We, we just ain't going to pay you. Have fun with that. You know, or we could trade you and get some pieces back. So I don't think Philadelphia is one of these teams that will fall under the category of a franchise that has kowtowed to the whims and wishes of their star players. Now, if you want to criticize James Harden for other stuff, fine. Yeah, go ahead. It's open season, but you know, we'll, we'll see how the we'll see how the off season plays out. You know, if if they're going to offer James Harden an extension, I don't know why they would. But, uh, yeah, I'm not defending him 100%. Just, just for the winning the league Brooklyn part. So, um, also props to the Milwaukee Bucks. Like I said, uh, I predicted Boston in seven. Uh, that's what happened because the home court, I felt, was going to be the deciding factor. But, you know, not so much. Not so much. It played out that way at the end. But, you know, both those teams scored unexpected wins on uh, on the road you know shout out to Giannis man he had a heck of a series man putting up major numbers and by golly man he almost beat the, the Boston Celtics single-handedly man it went to seven games and it, this series could have went either way so shout out to Giannis man I got a ton of respect for this dude okay so uh, that brings us now to my predictions and I kind of alluded to it already. <clears throat> I am taking the Celtics in seven games against the Miami Heat. Uh, Jason Tatum is playing like a madman. He's playing like a dude who definitely has something to prove. The Miami Heat, like I said, they played a very underwhelming and young Atlanta Hawks team in the first round. And then they played a banged up, chaotic mess of a Doc Rivers coached. 76ers team in the second round so I don't know man their, their medal is not as proven to me as the Boston Celtics so I'm liking the Celtics in seven 
Um, just to show respect to the Heat, I do think they're a good team. I do think they're exceptionally coached. But I don't know, man. Something just seems a little funky with them. And I feel this is Boston's year that they're finally going to get over the hump with Miami. We all know how it played out a couple of years back in the Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, I just don't think that's going to happen again. I, I think the momentum is with Boston. I feel very comfortable picking them. Now, when we swing over to the Western Conference, I am taking Golden State in seven. I'm liking the Warriors in seven. They have home court advantage as well. I think Luka's definitely going to make it interesting. But the question comes down to not who guards Luka or what is Luka going to do or not do, but who, who, who is really their second and third best player? Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is injured right now. I had no idea. I have no idea how long he's going to be out. But if I'm Dallas, I'm not scared to death of Golden State. This is the same Golden State team that... The Grizzlies caught slipping and were up by 50 on in game five, what, less than a week ago. So if I'm Dallas, man, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm fr- feeling pretty confident. You know, Golden State, they look good, but they also look human. And Clay has lo- definitely lost a step. Draymond is still streaky. Um, they haven't figured out fully what they're going to do on the inside with the center position. Um, I guess you could stick Looney in there. He he's there. He seems to be their most consistent body they could stick in at that five position. They don't seem to 100% trust Kaminga just yet. And to be honest, I don't. Um, you know, he's had some good moments, but he's he's had some terrible moments too. So, uh, man, what if Dallas puts Boban on the floor? That would be that would be awesome. You know. See what he can do if he can do anything, uh, to be quite honest. But um, shout out to Jason Kidd, man, for coaching him to the to the Western Conference Finals uh, for the first time in a long time. And uh, I think Dallas is definitely going to make it interesting. Um, man, anything can happen, man. That's why I'm that's why I'm saying Golden State in seven. I could totally see Luka just going off and putting the Warriors up against the ropes and. You know, it, it coming down to a very close game seven. I, I really do. I, I, I that that scenario is not hard to imagine for me. So, Celtics in seven, Golden State in seven. Those are my final picks, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, also, side note, man, let's please keep Patrick Beverly on TV, please, man. I I, <laughs> I love this dude's commentary, man. Um, I, I, I didn't like the uh, I didn't care too much for the uh, uh, LeBron praise that he, that he was heaping on on on, on him uh, recently uh, during his uh, little media tour this morning. Uh, but everything else, man, I was here for it. The trash talking to CP3, uh, the Phoenix Suns in general. Um, I thought that was great. Uh, I think he has great uh, potential. Uh, as an NBA commentator, because he just he lets it rip, man. He lets it rip. So, but yeah, Warriors in seven. Um, even though I'm not in love with this version of the Warriors, I'm seeing, but I think they got enough to get the job done. And Celtics in seven. I think we will see a Celtics Warriors uh, finals. And whew, if that happens, if that happens, man. I think we're gonna get get a good finals, man. I, I would have to assess how the third round went to 
get my predictions ready for that that finals if that happens but i understand we could very well see a rematch of dallas and the heat and their kind of weird history together with those two teams so but i, I doubt we're going to see that so like i said golden state boston those are my picks and i'm sticking to it peace peace, peace.